0: addition, filling positions, looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going, better go in the right direction. In the moment you're stressing, but you're going to be counting blessings. And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains, haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never going to give up, give up, fall down, I just got to get up, get up, yeah. Cause this is my run, less camera action, I'm ready to go.
1: You're listening to the Tom Thickman Show on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. That was Zach Carter, and I had a chance to meet Zach at Gateway Community College. I uh, taught the last two semesters there in Fundamentals of Communication and Public Speaking, and uh, Zach uh, really impressed me with his his virtuosity, and particularly in a course such as Public Speaking and and fundamentals of communication there's so many ways to kind of communicate in fact we're going to talk today about how folks communicate as soon as they come out of the womb but before but before I kind of explain that mystery to you I uh, wanted to just always give a shout out to Zach each morning on on at the Tom Ficklin show every Monday morning at 10 um, just in terms of never give up and Mondays theoretically is some of, is the first day of the week for some people for other people it's it's another day of the week but it's early in let's say in the week and to kind of never give up and and let, let's get up and let's let's stay woke and all those kind of proverbs and similes and metaphors we've heard over the times, um, regardless of how you, whatever language you speak and whatever you kind of believe in, there's there's something about being on this planet and how do you kind of experience being on this planet? We're going to talk today. I'm talking with Hafiza Tore and Sai Honor, and uh, we're going to talk about what that being awoke means, really, <clears throat> from the very beginning. From the very beginning, I mean, before even you're seen, you're kind of awoke. And then to, be, to become awoke and how that kind of enters the sphere of humanity. So I'm deliberately kind of teasing you with what we're going to talk about because as a male, although I've read Hafiza and I've read Sion or what you guys are involved with, it still is, I can read it, but I really can't understand it. And so the show today is to kind of give you a chance to kind of unpack, talk about the importance, your journey, why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, how it kind of relates relates to your life. So we're going to talk about about life and the experience of life from the from the first from the from the beginning. So <laughs> Hafisa, good, good morning, good morning. Siona, good, good morning. Um, maybe just start with kind of you know introducing yourself and talking a little bit about this this journey. This show is going to be a little different. Where I'm going to let you kind of talk more because it, it's it's the words you're going to use people can understand, but the importance of it they're going to have to resonate on and 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 listen to it again so and uh again the purpose of this show is you're going to have that that opportunity to for people to kind of to listen to this audio file afterwards and um you know we'll leave some information about how they can how they can contact you and follow up so even if we leave people with more questions in their mind than answers mm-hmm. that that could be one of our goals to Make it make sense? Absolutely. So, so Hafiza, since you got me into this, go go, go for it. Well, I should say moms and then pops and and other and grandparents.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, well, my name is Hafiza Toray. I am a mother, um, an entrepreneur, and one of my passion projects is Labors of Love podcast.
1: Labors of Love podcast. Yes.
2: And it is a platform uh, for women, uh, particularly women of color, to share positive and uplifting childbirth stories. And um, it's about taking the fear out of childbirth mm. and changing the messaging around childbirth. Um, because for too long, all we see about childbirth really is what's in the media, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of the scenes that I recall growing up have all have negative connotations. Yes. It's all about pain and and you know being uncomfortable and screaming and you know it's that wasn't my experience at all. So yes. I felt like there are women that I've come in contact with and who shared their stories with me as well who've had similar experience to mine, but those stories aren't told.
1: And you're a mother of three, Three, I believe. Okay, all right. And Sayana?
3: Peace, good morning. Peace. I am the mother of two children. Uh Uh-huh. I'm a labor doula and a postpartum doula. I teach childbirth education. I'm a home birth midwife assistant. Um, I'm a midwifery student right now, and I consider myself a doula activist, Mm so I'm an activist for doulas and lactation. Um, I got into this work because, similar reasons as Hafiza, um, my experience was a natural childbirth experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't quite know what to expect, um, but based on stories that I had heard from other women and the media, I assumed it was going to be so horrible. Mm-hmm. I chose to have an out of hospital birth, and um, my experience was not horrible. Mm. Um, of course, there was some pain involved, but understanding the process of labor, I was able to embrace it because I knew why um, the pain existed and, and that the pain had a purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was it. As I say, I, spo- I taught it gateway for two semesters and one of my students white lady she's maybe 50 50 51, mm-hmm. she's had seven children mm-hmm. and she mentioned as part of her presentation she had two of her children were born at home yep. and she made that choice it really wasn't for as much ideological reasons or philosophical reasons she just was dissatisfied with the hospital experience and she, she was kind of an adventurous person I mean you know 50 taking courses et cetera right. uh, but that but so that 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 really struck me uh, you mentioned the word Doula,
4: mm-hmm.
1: Uh and we're going to mention that throughout yeah. the, the conversation this morning. Break that down a little bit.
3: Okay, so a doula is basically a woman who um, is an advocate for women at any stage of pregnancy. So the beginning of pregnancy, even before they get pregnant, during the pregnancy, the actual labor and birth, and their postpartum period. She is a person who is like their right-hand girl. Mm-hmm. Right, right gonna, You right. know, educate them, um, help them logistically with planning, um, answer their questions, get the information for them that they may need and kind of just encourage them to ask the right questions so that they can um, experience the type of birth that they are looking. for.
1: Yes. Yes. And so, again, good morning, everyone. We're at the Tom Ficklin show and we have really the, 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 the I'll say it that the pleasure and the honor to have a visa to in front of me and, and cy honor and they're going to uh, continue to talk about this. I wouldn't say imaginative experience; it's really real life experience, but also there's part of an imagination that you kind of, I think you kind of bring into a a mother's mind in terms of how they want to imagine the future and this, and this new future. So it's really a a cognitive as well as an emotional kind of, kind of situation. Um, Talk to me about why this is important. It's 2017 people have been born for, let's say a few years. I mean, Harry, you you were born, right? (laughs) I mean, I've accused Harry of not being born, being a a, a, a (laughs) toddler. (laughs) <laughs> but Harry was born theoretically. I was born. So why why now in 2017 do you think this is uh, relevant? And I know you guys have your your website and your podcast, and it's yeah. kind of kind of the mission. So I'm curious about your your mission and purpose and passion.
2: Oh uh, well, for me, it, it's somewhat of a selfish reason that mm-hmm. it sparked it for me because I have a daughter, mm-hmm. and I looked at what my journey was as far as home births and and, and natural childbirth and it wasn't something that I knew of coming into it. It wasn't until after I became pregnant with my first child that I knew what my options were. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's important in this day and age because we see that, um, in a sense, things aren't getting better, um, with infant mortality rates Uh and and maternal morbidity rates being high as well as cesarean section rates. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a natural process. So why is it that we find ourselves in this state? And for me, it was like, well, what is my daughter going to experience? Will mm -hmm. she have a midwife like my midwives in her 60s now? Mm -hmm. So Marsha Jackson won't be, you know, possibly won't be around when it's time for Mm. her to give birth. So what are her options? Mm -hmm. What are her resources? What are doulas that are going to be available to her for her care? So I'm thinking 20 years out because my daughter's still young. Mm -hmm. But this is a conversation we have to start now. We have to change the perception of, Childbirth, especially in our community, so that we can have um, and support women like Sayana and the doulas that she's training. Uh, so, so, when
1: they have. Yeah. Um, well, so, Sayana, talk about that a little bit because, again, and one of the oh, one of the goals of my show is for us really to drill down as far as we want to. So, don't feel that you have to censor your speech. Mm-hmm. So, I hear you saying, Hafisa, and, and Sayana, I want you to perhaps elaborate that there's some ne- some negativity, some. So, so things could be better. Things could absolutely and, and, be better. And why, and, and you throw in absolutely, so what's, what, mm-hmm. what, 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 what's better? Why, why, if I'm a mother, you know, with child or prenatal, or whatever, uh, why should I kind of explore kind of connecting with you guys?
3: I think um, women need to understand that they have options. Mm-hmm. Um, women need to understand that infant mortality is real. Women need to understand that mothers are not as healthy as they can be. Our babies are dying. Our mothers are dying. Our babies die two to three times more likely as white babies. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Partially because they're being born too soon. They're being born too sick um, as a result of their mother's health oftentimes. And um, they're not, they're not uh, developed. Mm -hmm. And so shout out to black breastfeeding week. Um, Breastfeeding is one way that we can help to change. I can't do that though. I I,
1: I just wondered that's a discriminatory (laughs) act.
3: (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, Right now, the CDC says that if black the, mothers breastfeed, the, CD, CDC. the Centers for Disease Control, if, they, if black mothers breastfeed, we can reduce those infant mortality rates by 50%.
1: Mm, say that again.
3: The CDC says that if black women breastfeed their babies, we can reduce the infant mortality rates by
1: 50%. So all the commercials we see about buying formula, et cetera, that's just a commercial marketing ploy?
3: At this point, I think mothers need to understand that this is not a choice for your convenience. This is a choice for our survival.
1: Oh, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Choosing formula
3: over breastfeeding uh-huh. is not a choice of convenience. Yes. It's a choice for our survival.
1: Okay. Hafiza, you you want to argue with her? or You agree? Oh,
2: I totally agree. <laughs> Absolutely. One hundred percent.
1: And if there was a, a three thousand percent, I just and I don't have the information in front of me, but actually next week, you know, New Haven's had this had a um Healthy Start, infant Mortality kind of commission for for a long time. So next next week, I think there, I'll put on the, the the Facebook and the and the link uh, to this show, there's a 20th anniversary event at the Omni on the uh, Healthy Start initiative here in New Haven, which I'm, I'm not sure to what extent Barbara Tenney on, is on the program. Uh, Ken Harris, have you guys reached Do you know if I said Barbara Tenney, Ken Harris? doesn't sound necessarily I familiar. Know. I do know Barbara Tenney, so, personally. Re, yeah, so reach out. Do so you know, so Barbara, did she share with you that she's speaking next week? For the Healthy Start twentieth uh, anniversary, oh, but I would definitely look. Yeah, into yeah, that. look into it. It's at the Omni. It's open to the public. Okay. Uh, and I'm not sure how much they've incorporated the the doula uh, mm-hmm. philosophy or technique into the the Healthy Start initiative, but I know okay. that barber's a reasonably open person, and Ken Ken as well. But we'll put the link on the papers on, on the uh, on the information that we'll share about about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Hafisa, so, so 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 carry on. T- tell me some more.
2: <laughs> oh well, in reference to. Uh I think one of the main points that she just spoke about mm-hmm. as far as breastfeeding, um, I definitely want to continue to push that as mm-hmm. the thing that uh, as a community uh, we hold on to. Yes. Um, I breastfed all of my children exclusively. Um, mm-hmm. The other aspect that she brought up is about just health in general. Yes. Um, yes. When it comes to pregnancy and childbirth, like this is a physical experience Mm -hmm. like you your Mm -hmm. body is going through a a significant transformation so to come into it it's as if you're training for a marathon Mm -hmm. Like that's how you should think Mm -hmm. about it in a sense Mm -hmm. that you know you want to be an optimal so it's
1: just it's not a happenstance kind of situation Well, it shouldn't be
2: approached in that way. It shouldn't be
1: approached in that way. Go go ahead. (laughs) If you want to have
2: the optimal experience, you want to be in optimal health. And I think, you know, that will also take away from that aspect of being considered high risk. Mm -hmm. Because once you're categorized in certain ways, it limits your options Mm -hmm. and it also exposes your child. Mm So Mm -hmm. um, I think the whole concept of, of childbirth and natural childbirth in that sense really is a holistic viewpoint. It's, it's not one-sided. It doesn't just focus on labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. It's the whole experience. Okay. Before and after. Yes. And Breastfeeding is very much a part yes. of that. So I think that that is also something that we need to continue to educate young women on prior to even considering mm. pregnancy mm-hmm. or having a child at all. Mm-hmm. That their health is important. What we put in our bodies, what we put yes. on our bodies, all of those things impact us presently and in the future and Tremendous. significantly
1: impact. Our so, so you're listening to the Tom Ficklin show and Hafisa Ture is with, with us in 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 Cy honor, and we're not going to be able to, to cover everything. In fact, I got to have you guys back, but you, you ladies back. Uh, but if you, if we leave some questions uh, unanswered or through some, well, I guess follow-ups that people would like to, uh, to make, how can they kind of be in touch with you? I know you, you have your website and your podcast. Get, let's drop some, uh, some contact information for people that they want to follow up with you.
2: Uh, well, I can definitely be reached uh, through Labors of Love Podcast, mm-hmm. um, www.laborsoflovepodcast.com. Uh, and you can email me through there. Uh, that's probably the best way. Also through Facebook, um, I can be reached at Hafiza Turet on mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, as well as Labors of Love Podcast on okay.
1: Facebook. And, um sorry I want to ride' I don't, don't want to <laughs> give give fine. you give you half or, or three fifths so you want, you want your full fifths it's yeah. taking us a while to get those other two fifths we may not even have it yet but we're working we, we <laughs> we're want working it. It. And, and we want more we want more some, some sort of reparations for the lack of the, the, the full the full uh, endowment of our citizenship but uh 2001 I mean I was looking at some of your information you've mm-hmm. been on this trail for a while
4: I
3: have yep since I got uh pregnant with my son and gave birth to him my whole viewpoint about childbirth change and i felt like other women need to know mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this way
1: mm-hmm. there is another way so you so just share a little bit about about the training because i don't want people to think uh again there's so much that i wouldn't want to even ask you and that's why you got to come back but mm-hmm. we have the medical establishments we have hospitals we have so are doctors actually present when if i'm if i'm a mother and i have my young young person at home or, or is a doctor what's the legal are there any legalities at, home, at home? you have midwives Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Doctors are trained medical professionals and they provide care in hospital settings. Um some midwives do provide care in hospital settings. Um and then you have different types of midwives. So that's a whole nother conversation. Um for our next show. For yeah. our next show, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um at home you would have midwives. Uh, mm-hmm. in a hospital you would have a doctor.
1: Okay. okay. Or a midwife. <laughs> and so again, I'm gonna come back to, to this question again. It's twenty seventeen. I hear what you're saying, but I'm, and and I hear the words, uh, but I'm not sensing as much in This is kind of a a setup question. I'm not sensing the the urgency or the the passion about why are you guys remorseful that you still have to be sitting here in 2017 sharing what you consider to be basic information or, or are you optimistic or could we've been having this conversation in 1960, 1980
3: to 2000? I think I'm optimistic. I think, um, a lot of women are starting to realize that, they have to take their own bodies and their own health mm-hmm. into their own hands mm-hmm. and start looking at what is available to them mm-hmm. and not just be told this is what you have to do mm-hmm. and this is, you know, mm-hmm. how you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I see a lot of women who are now aware, a lot of mothers who want to make change for their daughters and a lot of grandmothers who are now like, oh, oh. I didn't know this.
2: You know, can you mm-hmm. share this with my daughter?
1: Ah, ah, ah. okay. The visa?
2: Um. I think everything is always on time. Okay. Um, I think that in this day and age, we have the benefit of social media mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of the messaging is what we're, you know, is part of the platform, mm-hmm. part of the premise of what we're bringing to um, to light. Uh, and before we didn't necessarily have the stage to be mm-hmm. able to reach as many people as possible. Uh, so right now having these discussions um, And people coming to, like she said, coming into the awareness of, I have an option for it to be different. Um, My story doesn't have to be the same as stories of maybe a generation ago. Um, And that home birth uh, is becoming something that's not so foreign. Mm -hmm. Um, You're actually seeing it on TV. A lot Mm -hmm. of the reality shows, one of the things I... I don't necessarily watch TV, but I felt was beneficial for someone to actually give birth in a birth center. On you know syndicated television or cable television mm-hmm. was a plus for us in what it is that we're trying to get people to understand. Uh So, yes,
1: good. Okay, uh, again, this is Tom Ficklin's show, and Hafisa Turee is with us in in Cy honor. Talked. You mentioned storytelling, and I looked at one. I think your video, there was a, some rituals and singing and dancing. So talk about the celebration, the rituals, the dancing, the before, the after, because yeah. I, radio is kind of sometimes kind of hard for people to kind of grasp what's going on. So pay, paint a little picture for me of some of this, the, the, the dancing, the singing, the rituals, the, 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 historical heritage, the grounding of this word, where do's a kind of how that emanated.
3: Well, historically women have always celebrated with other women when it came to childbirth mm-hmm. and just our regular broad body processes. Um, And so when you have a woman who's um, preparing for pregnancy or getting married or going into labor, it's always a celebratory experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Women were always cared for by other women when it came to childbirth, breastfeeding, postpartum. Mm -hmm. You know, you had aunties, you had grandmas. Unfortunately, nowadays, we don't have that. You know, grandmothers are like, I'm not taking care of any more children. I have things to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still young and I want to go out and enjoy my life, Um, which is fine, Mm -hmm. but The women who are having babies at this point are not allowed the support that we used to have, let's say 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Grandmothers are still working. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) At one point, they weren't. So Mm -hmm. they were there to support us. And that's where postpartum doulas come in at Um, someone to come into the home and actually help to support you and the baby.
1: Any elaboration on that?
2: Oh, no. I just think that is um, one of the most important aspects. Again, it's a holistic approach, so it's not just labor and delivery. Like once the child is here, um, the physical impact on the body, you need time to heal. You Mm -hmm. need support. You need rest. You need to eat well, Mm -hmm. and these are things that it's it's very stressful to have to do on your own.
1: So, so do you provide recommendations in terms of dietary, or do you give any guidelines about how a person, how much rest a person should 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 take following the
2: well from a professional standpoint as a doula and midwife and training, I am sure Siana definitely has that I money mean, <laughs> <at the> <laughs> on that.
1: But it's just like
2: Well, there are foods
3: that you know mothers can eat that yeah. help to yeah, bring, it bring it down. break it down for it. There are different yeah. things that mothers can eat that yes. will help them to produce breast milk, such as so yes. you know oats uh-huh. just you know whole foods, greens, um, yes. bone broth for uh-huh. women who are meat eaters. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. is really nutrient. Yeah, yeah. Um. So postpartum doulas and doulas are aware of these things, and they try mm-hmm. to encourage their parents to incorporate some of these. Their, those things into their diet, warm soups, mm-hmm. beets to yes, help build yes. the blood, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Good, um, good. And this information is lost, you mm-hmm. know, and that's why childbirth education is so important. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we usually don't learn about pregnancy until we're already pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Hafiza Tore, the preparation comes way before you're pregnant.
1: And, and the, ce- the celebration, the ritual, the dancing, what does that fit in?
3: Every, in every part. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there are ceremonies before the mother mm-hmm. has a baby. So mm-hmm. typically you would hear about a baby shower. Mm-hmm. Um, some traditions do blessing waves mm-hmm. where we celebrate the mom and we. Um, blessing waves? Blessing waves. Blessing waves, 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 waves. Ceremonies. Okay. okay. So we celebrate the mom and we cater to the mom and we take care of the mom and make sure that she's prepared and she has everything that she needs in preparation for the birth mm-hmm. and, and afterwards. Um, and then you have naming ceremonies, mm-hmm. And afterwards, you mm-hmm. you know, bring the village together and you mm-hmm. talk about what you're going to name your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are so many different ceremonies and rituals. We got time. Break it down.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs we can S- songs, sing. Songs, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I particularly like um, Sweet Honey in the Rock. Mm-hmm. We are. That's one of my favorite songs when mm-hmm. I think about mothers and
4: babies. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I have a whole CD that I like to play with, like, different songs on it that celebrate Mothers and babies, erica yeah yo. Mm-hmm. One more. Give, give me one Zion. more. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they are just so many. Um so and then fathers have a role in this too. We haven't uh-oh, talked about uh-oh. fathers
1: yet. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not we're gonna put the burden as usual for the last three three million years. We're gonna put the burden on you guys. We'll just hunt and fish and play football but, or whatever. You know, and
3: that's great because the the point is that you're not eliminated from the process uh-huh. unless you want to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There is a place for you.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> you heard that, Harry. So, so there's, n- n- we don't have an exit strategy. There's an inclusion strategy here. Yeah, cool. Um, this, this is this, this again, the Tom Ficklin show and Hafisa Ture is with us and, and Cy honor. And, and if people want to reach both of you in terms of, uh, guess ex- information, whether they're male or female, mm-hmm. uh, uh, information they may want to reach either for themselves or for the young person or for, or their grandchild or just if you're a teacher in the school system with school kind of starting back up mm-hmm. if you're teaching mm-hmm. health education if you're uh, really just concerned about where, where life is going from a philosophical sense for us to be more ho- holistic and healing how should they reach out to you
3: um, I have an email address it's Earth's natural touch at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, also facebook.com slash earth Doulas, mm-hmm. um, telephone number nine seven three nine. Doulas, Doulas is D O U L A S. Also a website, www dot let dot The Devotion House, we believe.
1: Oh, I, let's say, say that again. The website again.
3: www.thedevotionhouse.weebly dot weebly, which is w e e b l
1: y dot com. Good and and we'll, we'll, we'll include include that information. Um, this is this is this is interesting. This is interesting. The doula, the word, is it, is it an East African word, a West African word, a Central African word? We're not quite sure. Has it been translated into various words after or, over it's time? It's actually a Greek word. A Greek word.
3: Yes, and it means servant. Okay. Um, or to serve women. Um, and so we've adopted the term... Um, you have doulas of color who choose to use doula. Some use birth sister. Some okay. use birth companion. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to call that person. Yes. Um. Historically, in, in ancient times, that person didn't have a title. Okay. It wasn't a profession. It was just something that He'll we did have each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just supported our sisters. Yes. Um. But now it's become a profession. And so mm-hmm. you go through your training and you become a doula.
1: If someone's interested in becoming a becoming a dual of this young person because mm-hmm. i I've gone to maybe five or six events over this last year where pretty high profile people have said i want i want your money, you can go to my school you're going to pay you know forty fifty sixty thousand dollars, but I can't tell you from heaven or wherever else what kind of job you'll have after you get out mm-hmm. uh you know I, I, it, the 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 uncertainty of where 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 the world is going in terms of your professions and your passion and your your, your purpose is really somewhat of mystery, but I think it can also be inspirational, but nonetheless, it certainly is a journey. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to kind of explore uh, becoming a doula, how yep. should they reach out to you?
3: Um, they can, they can reach out to me in any of the ways that I just gave. Um, there are different organizations that certify you. I myself have a year long training program mm-hmm. um, and just graduated for community doulas and perinatal health advocates in mm-hmm. the community to serve women. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are many ways that you can start your journey. Okay, um, and I'll be welcome. Um, I'll be happy to share. Great. and welcome you
1: to. Um, and and Hafisa, you jumped on this this journey bandwagon. How long ago?
2: Uh, two thousand five uh-huh. for me. Well, two thousand four when I first became pregnant with my oldest child. Um, that began the journey for me.
1: And but what was what was the stimulus or the trigger or the awareness or the tipping point?
2: Oh uh, well, for me, it wasn't. Uh, it was all a positive experience. It was having finding out that I was going to be a mother and mm-hmm. wanting to create an experience.
1: But I mean, uh, can you can you imagine? Can you remember in your mind when you saw the information? What. Whether you are talking to somebody, whether you got a phone call, whether you read an article, what kind of change? Oh, there? I
2: absolutely remember. Okay. I was. You, at... Well, you want to share with us? <laughs> yes. You know, Making was... you
1: guys work okay. here. Know no, what I mean? no problem. I know I get paid paid a lot to do this, but nonetheless, <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me riled up now.
2: <laughs> so I was in a vegan food store called mm-hmm. Secrets of Nature in mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., and I ran into a co-worker of my children's father, and she turned me on to a book.
1: The silent knife. Mm-hmm. The silent life. The silent knife. <laughs> the silent knife. Yes. Oh, like okay, so like the cesarean kind of yes. thing. Yes, and in. Okay.
2: it was it was a book that was documenting the um, the rise in the cesarean rate mm-hmm. and how the um, interventions led up to cesarean rates and just what the hospital birth experience was and things to look out for mm-hmm. and 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 the history behind it and that for me sparked the understanding that. I definitely didn't want to do a hospital birth. Hmm. Hmm. So then, once hmm. I determined that for myself, I had to figure out, well, how do I create the environment and the experience mm-hmm. that I want? Because mm-hmm. up until that point, I, all I knew was hospital births. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was an option for me yes. to go to a birth center or have a birth at home. Uh, so I started doing my research. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Google wasn't as big or as mm-hmm. you know useful mm-hmm. as it is at today. So. Um, I had some difficulty, but I was in a major metropolitan area, so I was fortunate to come across a birth center hmm. that was in my loca- in my area, and it was actually founded by a black midwife, Marsha hmm. Jackson. Marcia Jackson. So I got on the website, I looked at the information, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, so I met her uh, we vibed, found out that, you know, we had other connections, like her son went to elementary school with my children's father. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was a real family kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt comfortable with her. She has an amazing track record. Her story is phenomenal. She had five children of her, children of her own, and just um, being
1: in her presence mm-hmm, was calming. Mm-hmm. Is Marsha still around on the she planet? She absolutely right. is, so, birth care and okay. women's health. In out, of, out of D.C.?
2: Alexandria, Virginia. Alexander. Yes, the D.C. metro right.
1: area. So, when we have both of you guys back in in a few few months, we'll have Marcia call in. You know, for ten minutes, if oh, she's, that would if be she's awesome. available, we can kind of vibe on that. Reason I I, I appreciate your sharing that scenario because I, I I like people to kind of hear, if not happenstance, if not synergy, if not uh, just uh, sometimes things or move us in directions that we're not even aware of. But if he hadn't, perhaps if he hadn't had that inter interlude with the person at the store. Uh, you may you may have chosen a different option, so it's just the, the, the need for communion, the need to kind of uh, communicate with folks to share. That kind of gets uh, talk about your trials, tribulations, and your successes. You never know where that where that path might lead. And I'm a pretty cognitive guy. Most people know me around town and know that I've kind of uh, uh, I like to, to, to talk about things and, and share information. But still, there's no replacement for kind of the, 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 the you're an encyclopedia of knowledge. You're an encyclopedia of knowledge, and how we kind of share it and merge our respective wisdoms is, re- is re- really, really key. I think to kind of, kind of uh, navigating your, your, your path and path in life. You, you had, you, you now the picture on your website, s- 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 Sali, are, you, you, are you four months, three months? Whoa. What? I look huge. Don't I? <laughs> no, no. Two months. I mean, you know, help, no, help, help me out. Help me out here. Visa quickly. That
3: was, was probably about five months. Prior. Okay.
1: See, yeah. I said four. see, 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 see.
3: Yeah,
1: I was really big, though. My son was um, nine pounds, four ounces when he was born. A big, well, big, big mag kind of thing. Okay, okay. Oh, I bet. A r- r- big, vague, vague, <laughs> big, I don't know. What, what, help me out here. So how many children do you have now? Two. Two, all yes. right. Yeah, no, uh, 16 and 17. I, I want to still stay on this theme of why in 2017 do you see, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'll attempt. So is it a crisis in your situation? Is it is the mandate? Is it an urgent situation? If you're a young lady on the planet, uh, and, and Hafisa you can kind of uh, – categorize it more better in terms of if you think if you're because I know you're not specific although you may be focused on young people of color I know you're 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 a humanitarian oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, so is it is the crisis is it urgent is this kind of like a a hobby is it something that you do just casually I want to kind of just drive home the point of how this uh, is how, how much how inspired you are about this 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 quest that you guys are on
2: well, for me, so how,
1: how deep is it for you? How, how, how important, how, if is this something not, not that you want to commit suicide over, but if you, if you were, if you had the, uh, uh, the, the, the channel 24 seven, of course, would you have enough programming there? <laughs> how, how wide, how important, how vital is, is this information to be shared and, and, uh, adopted?
2: Um, extremely, I mm-hmm. mean, this is the future, mm-hmm. you know, this is, Childbirth is the foundation mm-hmm. of a person's life. How you come into the world mm-hmm. significantly impacts the life that you will lead.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and personally, just from the women that I have around me that have that I've been able to support them in some way through their pregnancies, um, I've seen or firsthand what it's like to uh, be in this system mm-hmm. and. The, just the energy around it. I've gone to prenatal visits in a hospital with an obstetrician. I personally didn't have that experience mm-hmm. because I went a different route, mm-hmm. but I saw like the conversations and it's not geared towards the woman. It's, it's the obstetrician is the authority mm-hmm. on everything that happens and everything was fear-based. And I'm not saying this is all throughout obstetrics. I'm just saying these are personal encounters I've had sitting in the room listening to a doctor speak to a friend or a family member of my own okay. and understanding that if if I didn't have the understanding and I didn't read and do the research um, and the support that I needed in my process, I could have been in that situation not knowing and relying on this doctor to tell me, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Um, you shouldn't eat this or you should take this medication or prepare for this epidural. And not knowing that This is a natural process that my body is more than capable of having this experience and and having a healthy childbirth and and, and producing a healthy baby. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's vitally important for our survival, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. for our future generations and their health and our prosperity for us to continue to have these conversations mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. reach the people who are, you know, having children who are thinking or into future preparing to build families so that we can have a healthy foundation.
1: And, and, and Fisa, thank you for, for clarifying and also help helping us to visualize. And we're not here to, to bash the know Haven health system oh, or, or uh, St. Vincent's, et cetera, or, or even some of my friends that are pediatricians, et cetera, et cetera. But nonetheless, uh, I hear you saying also that perhaps industry tradition, culture, uh, money might still be not always working on the, on the, the best behalf of you, the individual in terms of your, your consumer, uh, your, your consumer a- aspiration. So, uh, do I hear you saying that some of the hospital environments, particularly in terms of this crucial, and if, if I can throw in the word sacred experience, yeah. um, you have this antiseptic environment versus a more, a more, what throw, throw in the word antiseptic
3: versus
1: women centered. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but give me, give me, give me, give me more colorful, more adjective. Why is that woman centered? Why, how can that women center be more healthy, more nurturing, more vibrant, more sustaining?
3: So you have different types of birth experiences with midwives. You have longer prenatal care visits. So mm-hmm. they're going to pay attention to you, your family, your environment. They want to know all about your lifestyle. They mm-hmm. want to know what you're eating on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Mm-hmm. How many hours do you work? They are going to take the time to pay attention to everything that's going on.
1: With and why birth. is that important?
3: It's important because it affects the type of care that they give you. Okay. It expect it, it affects your experience with them. It it affects you being comfortable when it comes time to give birth. Mm-hmm. In a hospital, you could be in a hospital in a cold white room um, with bright light, mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of strangers. Erica Badu
1: playing in the background. No, <laughs> no. you can you <laughs> can try, <laughs> gonna, you can know, try.
3: um, but very unfamiliar. No. Yes. Um, and as as mammals, you know, we like to give birth in an environment where we're warm and we're safe and we're mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. and we have support around us, um, you know, so that our hormones can work properly because mm-hmm. it's the whole physiological experience.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and so when you interfere with the hormones, you interfere with the whole birth process.
1: Okay. And we have about, I would say Harry what five more minutes or so, about, about five more minutes. The re and the reason I want to have you come back, cause we've just touched the surface. And what do I mean? I've heard you talk indirectly, but well, let me say I'm hearing indirectly and clarify if, if I'm wrong, that the, uh, there, there are a lot of theories these days about super genetics and designer babies and mm. also the passing along of trauma, mm-hmm. et cetera, Epigenetic. so, so, ep- epigenetics. So do I hear you saying that uh, perhaps one of the reasons that we see such a schizophrenia and, and chaos and, and really confusion in, in society might be because the birth, the birth, the birth process has been sterile and we really have not kind of communicated uh, to the next generation even before the young person comes out of the womb. Uh, that they're they're going to be re- received well, absolutely, and, and they're not going to enter enter a hostile situation because we know that young people before they're born sense what's going on, right. even absolutely. when they're five of big big whopper. Well, not right. big wh- mm-hmm. uh, so so t- so talk about that in terms of your. And I'm, I'm not trying to say that you guys are on a that you're missionaries or that mm-hmm. you're trying to mm-hmm. change the world, but I do want to give you the opportunity to talk about how philosophically you see this to be really a key a key point about the our global healing and our, and our global kind of uh, uh, even resurrection, if I will.
3: Um, I think it's really important for us or medical professionals to take a look at what's going on with cesarean section rates.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, The World Health Organization recommends no more than 15% cesarean section rate. And depending on the hospital that you go to, it can be up to 40, 50, sometimes mm-hmm. 60%. Mm-hmm. Um, so so if there's
1: a disruption. So the, the In fact, the young person is sensing and feeling this that this uh, uh, evil penetration and, and, and the escape hatch being open kind of.
3: Well, there's there's a thing called microbirth. <laughs> okay. And so what happens is when a baby is born through cesarean section, as opposed to through vaginal birth, mm-hmm. they're not exposed to their mother's natural bacteria. Ah. And so that changes things. And so now scientists are starting to look and say, oh, my goodness, we can potentially change the whole course of people's lives mm-hmm. if we continue at the rate of cesareans that we're doing now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so and change
1: negatively it can change mm-hmm, negatively mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with
3: our health as you know just a human population um so they're starting to look at that now and realizing that vaginal birth which we all knew is the healthier way to be born
1: uh, hafisa
2: oh i totally agree um, mm-hmm. just from a i guess i look at it from more of a a spiritual experience mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. opposed to the medical side of mm-hmm. it. But I believe that, um, like you said, how you come into the world impacts, um, what your experience will be. And to come into a, a loving, calm, uh, warm environment, as mm-hmm. opposed to be being pulled out into, you know, a yes, sterile, yes. Yes. unfamiliar situation, especially if the mother isn't because you're breastfeeding, you're passing all kind of, um, information back and forth to your baby. So if you're in any way stressed, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, then that is going to impact mm-hmm, those crucial moments mm-hmm, in that, in that birth mm-hmm, experience in mm-hmm. that child's life. So I think how we birth is, is significant in how we live our
1: lives. What are the, And I appreciate you're saying that. And again, you're going to come back and we have maybe two minutes. I'm gonna give you guys the last word, but if there's a mother listening now and she, he, and she's, or the, even the, 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 mother and the father have decided to go to the hospital and they want to change, change uh, uh, their route. They want to explore the option of uh, kind of working with you guys to use that expression. Uh, what's, what's, what are the medical insurance it, it impact at all? But how do I cover the cost of having a natural childbirth versus?
3: There are uh, Some insurance companies will cover home birth um, or just midwi- mid- midwives at a birth. Um, doulas are now fighting to get our pay reimbursed. Mm-hmm. Um, in other States like New York, you can be reimbursed and you can be paid through um, Health departments and different programs that mm-hmm. they have. Unfortunately, Connecticut doesn't have too many of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're working on that now.
1: Okay. Okay. Another reason for you to come back and give us an update. Again, this is the Tom Ficklin Show. Believe it or not, the time has really, really sped by. <laughs> and Hafisa Ture is with us, and and honored. And, and last word, ladies. And again, and and I know I put you on the spot in terms of publicly. Uh, getting you to commit to come back but is that it you are coming back yes, yes. all right all right, all right. <laughs> harry harry's harry's my witness we'll and paul's that. outside and the judge is outside and you know we'll, we'll choose a time whatever is right 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 mm-hmm. with you it seems to me as you mentioned said uh, this topic is, is is timeless and eternal but also so present so uh last word from the two of you
2: well, I just like to um, encourage anyone uh, no birth, no two births are the same. Mm-hmm. So, what your experience isn't going to be what my experience is or someone else's. Mm-hmm. I think that it's definitely important for you to uh, seek out information, to make choices and decisions based off of um, that information, and, and just do what's best for you and your family mm-hmm. um, at whatever level that is, because that's what's most important.
1: And if people want to kind of listen to your, your podcast is launching or it has launched. Some it's later. launching.
2: It's, um, it's still in the works. If you want to participate, if you have a story to tell, um, I am seeking women of color who have positive birth stories to share. I'm also looking for, uh, practitioners who are, um, who support women of color during childbirth, uh, labor delivery. Uh, so please reach out to me if you have a business that caters towards those, that population, um, labor's a love podcast, uh, dot com or a Facebook.
4: Okay.
3: I would just say women should begin to educate ourselves mm. and, um, continue to ask questions, mm. continue mm. to ask and know that you do have options. Um, talk to people, um, do research, read books. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. information is there at this point.
1: And, and, and you're, 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 you're well, I don't mean to be disparaging, mm-hmm. but you're a walkie textbook. So if people want to reach you,
3: <laughs> they can contact me nine seven three nine doulas or on Facebook, com slash earth
1: Tremendous, tremendous. Harry, thanks so much. Harry's always here to kind of engineer and station manager and keep us in tow and even kind of keep people, uh, uh, committed and in the seats when i when i arrived late for the studio so i appreciate that <laughs> and it's really really ladies a pleasure to kind of see you guys again thank you
2: as well and we'll thank see you, in a, few, you. See in a few months absolutely and, and, and
1: thanks again and let, let, let's keep let's keep hope alive and make make let, let's remain healthy save yeah these Sa- absolutely. what's and afraid save these babies save these babies let's do it of course i'm a big baby but we won't go that's a different <laughs> that's a different story we'll talk about that later thank you everybody talk thank to you soon you.
0: Give up, fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, hey. Cause this is my run, less camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up, fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, hey. Now you gon' face the dawn you waiting for I said from night to dawn I write my wrongs alone in competition with one is ice galore Now I'm running toward it My are finished. being a quitter But little, little by little They joking, telling some riddles Now I'm in my section Ain't willing to give up Know you getting knocked down But you gotta get up I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, hey Cause this is my run let camera action